God is good. God is good. And all the time. God is good. And all the time. Do you believe it tonight? God is good. All the time. He put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good. Yes, He is. All the time. Through the darkest night, His light will shine. God is good. Yes, He is. God is good all the time. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time it is that you're listening to us. This is a lifestyle of prayer and I'm your host tonight. My name is Alan Bio, Pastor Alan Bio. I'm coming to you all the way from Nairobi, Kenya, East Africa, and I'm glad that we have been fellowshipping together with you. If this is your very first time to join us on this platform, on this uh, radio platform, uh, God bless you so much. And uh, if this blesses you, please make sure that you recommend this to uh, to a friend and to a relative, uh, to a colleague that you, you think may also benefit from it. This is a Christian uh, program. That usually comes on this platform, and we are very glad uh, for being given this opportunity. And basically, what we do is that uh, uh, we go into the script, uh, into the Christian scriptures, and we find a word that we encourage ourselves with. Uh, in fact, much much of what we deal with is uh, the doctrines, the dogmas, the belief systems that uh, uh, that the Christians have vis a vis. Uh, other world views and uh, you know we juxtapose them and uh, we see where Christianity stands uh, thereafter we take a whole scripture from the Bible or that is a whole chapter from the Bible and we make it prayer now one of the most powerful ways of speaking to a king is talking to him about an edict or you know a determination that he gave in times that have been passed. In other words, if he went to a certain province and he said this, uh, you know, I'm going to build a bridge here and I'm also going to be building bridges in every other state. So if you go and tell the king, this is what you said 10 years ago, 20 years ago, he will certainly listen to that and he is going to work. Now, uh, our God is not a rotational uh, God. In other words, he's not uh, a God today and then tomorrow he takes leave. Uh, he's, he's not a, like our presidents who uh, who have four years to, 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 serve, to serve or five years. He's not like one of our prime ministers. He is permanent in his space. And therefore, we go and talk back to him about a word he had said. And you know he's just bound to listen to us, and he does extraordinary things. So we have been blessed. We have been blessed. There are testimonies of what God is doing uh, in people's lives. We also confront uh, subjects like salvation. You know, like uh, like the sacrifice that Jesus gave. We 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 confront those hard things, philosophical as they might be. And God has been helping us. Uh, 
I believe little by little, you know, God is helping us to understand this worldview, this Christian worldview, and therefore be able to make better decisions, not necessarily become Christians ourselves, but, but just be able to understand what, uh, what this life has about us. So, um, if you'd like to talk to me, maybe you have a question that you'd like to directly talk to me. I, I know so many questions have been asked, and by the way, the good thing is that uh, as they are forwarded to the radio station or to the platforms, they also, uh, you know, determine to 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 forward them to me. Uh, so just about one uh, uh, one of the other episodes that I did, I, I was answering to some questions that have been raised by listeners and i'm so glad i'm so glad that i'm you know i'm able to communicate to our people and they're able to raise questions and the questions are very important for us that is a feedback that we want so that we get to know whether we are impacting you or blessing you so if you want to talk to me directly uh, please write me an email at uh, alop initiative at gmail.com alop initiative at gmail.com alop is an acronym it's a simply stands for a lifestyle of prayer a lifestyle of prayer and uh you know this is one podcast that you're listening to we have done over 60 um you can come to my telegram page that is uh, a lifestyle of prayer i'll search for it in uh, telegram and you'll find all the episodes lined up there and you can listen to any of them uh or recommend you know recommend to a friend or another one uh so that they get to know or you come to my facebook page a lifestyle of prayer there also you can find it or go to podcast platforms the major podcast uh, podcast platforms they all have uh, our podcast and uh, there also you can extract those and uh, maybe also post them in some of the forums that you are in and god is going to bless you so very much and uh, i'm also looking for people who can uh, support us if you'd like to support us you can send me a text directly that that is uh, on my number plus two five four seven two 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 six six one four six i'll repeat that again that is my direct number uh, send a text uh, because of time difference uh, i may be asleep when you are awake and or maybe you you are you are asleep when i'm awake so a text is far much better plus two five four seven two 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 six six one four six god bless you so much now we want to pray we want to pray let me uh, just briefly pray and then we are going to hear to hear a word that i'm going to bring to us for about uh, 10 15 minutes and thereafter we are going to do nothing else but pray from christian scriptures uh, for the next about 40 minutes father in the name of jesus we want to thank you for another wonderful time that you have brought to us oh god master we relish this moment oh god we look forward to them oh god we love coming together oh god on this forum even on this platform is a lifestyle of prayer, is a community that you're beginning to work with, oh God. Master, we know the journeys that every one of us has taken. Lord, some of us were Christian for a long time, but we never prayed. We want to thank you for revamping, for revitalizing, for refreshing, Lord, for re-energizing our prayer department in our souls. I want to pray in the name of Jesus Christ that they shall also be another one where you improve to God and you regenerate that spark. Let it be in our souls and in our spirits. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that wherever my audience is listening me from, oh God, whether in their workplaces, in the trains, Lord, some of them, oh God, on uh, uh, on flight from a city to another, some of them, oh God, in their cars or even at their homes, I pray in the name of Jesus that it shall become a habitation for the Lord. Let the power of the Holy Spirit, Father God, 
overwhelmed them in the name of Jesus. I pray, my God, that it shall impact our souls and our spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. I take authority on over every every foul spirit in the name of Jesus. I paralyze its networks in the name of Jesus Christ. Mercy for blasphemous God. I declare that they shall be silenced, Lord, as we speak to you and as we talk. Father God, one another, from one or with one another, O oh God, over the things that you've done. We bless you and we invite you into our houses and master into whichever places we are in. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Now, uh, I always get some very interesting, uh, very interesting titles to my uh, sermonettes. And this one is another one. Christmas and Easter. What defines Christianity? Christmas and Easter, what defines Christianity? Now, this may be a question actually lingering in someone's heart. Maybe you have never considered it uh, as much. And this is usually not so much to, to the Christian, but rather to the uh, to the non-Christian. And we want to respect the Buddhists, want to respect uh, the Hindus, uh, the Muslims, the Shintos, the atheists that are listening to us at this moment. But Christmas and Easter, what defines Christianity? Christmas and Easter. Why? Because there is a lot of hula baloo around Christmas. You know, everybody has to know it's Christmas. In the U.S., in the U.K., you know, in, in the nations that we call the Western nations, there is a lot of hula baloo, especially in uh, in Christmas, and then of course even in Easter, you know, they are they, they are ardent followers of this Easter. You know, they they want to tell you about the Lent, the Ash Wednesday, and the things that they are doing. You know, what is this about Christmas and Easter? But what defines Christianity? Let me first of all talk about the birth of Jesus. Uh, basically, that's 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 what would allude to Christmas because Christmas is basically a celebration of Jesus' birth. Uh, so, Matthew chapter 1 and verses 18. I'll read some few scriptures there about the birth of Jesus. Then I'll, uh, I'll talk about Easter uh, briefly and then I'll try to bring them together. Now, Matthew chapter 1. Matthew is a gospel, the one, one of the first gospels uh, uh, in, the, in the New Testament because it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So Matthew chapter 1, verses 18. You can Google it up if you don't have a Bible. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, in other words, engaged, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband, Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her, uh, her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for uh, that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place uh, to fulfill the word, the word of the prophet. Uh, the word, uh, the, all this took place. Just a moment. Uh, she will bear a son. You shall call him, him his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And this took place to fulfill. Uh, what the Lord had spoken by the word of the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Um, now, I want you to understand that uh, this is actually the whole account of Jesus. Now, Jesus, 
and it's accepted in fact it is accepted even in uh, uh, in, in the islam religion that uh, the birth of jesus was no ordinary birth it was a birth that was inspired by god you know in in some way so jesus was born uh, jesus was born uh, miraculously uh, yes he was born and uh, this was to fulfill a prophecy that had been spoken about and this is uh, behold the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and they shall call his name emmanuel in other words he shall be referred to as emmanuel uh shall call his name emmanuel this is this is a it's a title it's not necessarily a name that uh, the name of jesus is emmanuel but basically a title and uh and we all understand this because your grandma when you go to your grandma uh, some of the grandmas never call us by our names they, they call us with some reference with some titles uh, some honorable titles according to our, our tribal uh, you know or, or, or you know the, the communities the clans that we come from that kind of thing so this is what was said that uh, Jesus would be called or be referred to as Emmanuel, which is God with us. Now, let me read it again. Uh, uh, now, I, I want to read now the, about the death and the resurrection of Jesus. That's about the birth of Jesus. Now, Luke chapter 24, Luke chapter 24, also one of the Gospels, Luke 24 verses 1. It says, But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. Now, you have to understand that these are now the women uh, who, who saw Jesus being crucified. Uh, some of the disciples had run away except two or, or so that had remained there. They had run away. And therefore, uh, the women were bold enough because the, the, the men were fearing that they could be, you know, now that Jesus, their leader, had been crucified, the next people were them. So they actually never wanted to go near where he was crucified. They felt shame uh, and all that, dejected in many ways. And so therefore the Bible says, but on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to, tomb, uh, to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. As they were, uh, as they were frightened and bowed uh, their faces to the ground, the men said to them, why do you seek the living among the dead? Why do you seek the living among the dead? This is a question I want you to never forget. Even if you forget anything, please never forget this. I want you to write it somewhere. If you're somebody who jots down, just write it down. The way it is, why do you seek the living among the dead? Why do you seek the living among the dead? That's a fundamental question because if this question is asked then somebody will be asking why do you go to a guru who is dead and you are looking for the living you know why do you go to a teacher who is dead and you are looking for the living why do you go to a prophet who is dead and you are looking for the living why do you seek the living among the dead that's why i'm telling you this is one of the most fundamental Question. The day that you sh shall answer this, then you shall have liberty of your soul and your spirit. Now, it continues to say Luke 24 verse 6. He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee? That the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of the sinful men and be crucified on the third day and uh, uh, that day rise? Now, now when he rose early on the first day of the week, 
uh, when he, uh, just lost that. Now, when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and, and, and wept. But when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, the Bible here continues to say, they would not believe it. They would not believe it. Can you imagine? Even after being told, they would not believe it. No, they needed to see it by, the, by themselves. Let's read from the book of Mark. That is another gospel, uh, one of the four gospels, Mark chapter 16 and verses 12. The Bible here says, After these things, he appeared in another form to two of them as they were walking into the country. Now, you see the previous scripture that we have read says they would not believe. In other words, it was hard for the disciples, not for not for people, not, not for neighbors, not for people who are not following Jesus. It was hard for the disciples to believe that Jesus was actually resurrected. Now, I know it has been difficult for you, but please note, even the disciples themselves, it was difficult. And no wonder I have put this scripture there. Mark 16 verses 12. After these things, he appeared in another form, in another form, in another form to two of them, that is the disciples, as they were walking into the country. And they went back and told the rest, but they did not believe them. In other words, Jesus, you know, appears to two disciples who are going to, to, to a country. Basically, what this means is that, uh, you know, they are traveling from one city or one edge of the city to another edge of the city. So it could be maybe some 40 kilometers, 30 kilometers, 50 kilometers. Remember those times it's walking and therefore it's a, almost a whole day's journey. Uh, and, and as they are walking, Jesus catches up with them and they, they, they are talking about the thing that has happened in Jerusalem that, you know, their master has been crucified. And all of a sudden, you know, the, these women, women among them, the, the mother of Jesus and Mary to whom uh, demons were casted out, you know, are beginning to say, are beginning to say that this Jesus has been found to, 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 to be resurrected. It was difficult. And now what Jesus does is, uh, according to this scripture, he begins from the prophets and tells them how Jesus or this Messiah was to appear and was to be born of a virgin and was to be betrayed by men and actually the leaders of the of of, of the, the Jewish leaders and be crucified and thereafter he was to resurrect and his resurrection would put Israel or the Jewish people on another uh, perspective so here he begins to tell them uh, the end of the story is that uh, they reach somewhere uh, they still do not realize that it is them. Uh, it is Jesus who is talking to them because Jesus has come up. He says uh, he appeared to them in another form. In other words, he did not just conspicuously uh, just reveal themselves. But the Bible says he went and he broke bread with them. In other words, as they were eating, uh, because when they would break bread, it, it was just the, the same bread that they had. When he broke that bread, their eyes were open, and they realized that the man who, had, who has been speaking to us the whole afternoon, we thought he was a stranger, but a, a knowledgeable stranger is actually Jesus. And therefore, they begin to believe. But when they go and tell their colleagues, they also did not believe. And therefore, Jesus had to show himself many 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 times let me talk uh, let, let me read uh, Mark, Mark chapter 16 and verses 14 uh, and then we explain a little thing and we shall end 
1614 of Mark says, Afterward, he appeared to 11 themselves as they were reclining at the table. Now, do you realize this? He appeared to all of them. Remember, Judas, who had betrayed Jesus, had actually hanged himself. And therefore, when the Bible here talks about 11 themselves, it talks about all of them. So he appeared to all of them and he rebuked them for their unbelief. I mean, how can I, how can I be able to delegate this ministry of Christianity to you while you guys can't believe me? For the last three years, I have taught you, I have talked to you, I've told you that I would die in the hands of sinners and in the hands of the priests. I mean, and I have told you I would resurrect. How is it that you must see it by your own eyes for you to believe? Why is it so difficult? And therefore, he rebukes them because of their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed the who's you know those who saw him after he had risen they i mean it did not require all of them to see him but this was also very strategic of jesus it was very strategic of jesus by these he was able to cement them. In other words, to firm them up. In other words, there is nothing after this that could be able to shake. In fact, historically, we are told that the disciples or the apostles of Jesus went through very difficult circumstances. We hear that some of them were crucified upside down in fact they were being crucified almost like jesus and they said no 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 if you have to crucify me please crucify me upside down i do not deserve to die as my lord i'm nowhere near him now to john uh the levelator john the one who writes the book of uh, revelation history says that this man you know was boiled in, it was boiled in a, in, in, a, in a jar of cooking oil. He was dipped in it. You know, boiling oil. And the man never died. And now when they realized that he was not dying, what they did is they went to, uh, to, 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 to the island of Patmos. And they, you know, they, 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 they excommunicated him there. And the island of is a cold place. It's a place where you can die because of uh, even sicknesses and all that. A place with snakes and all that, at least at that time. You know, that's where he was excommunicated. Because he could not die by being boiled. Most of them, I have been to India. And I hear Thomas actually, you know, put it upon himself to go all the way to Asia. And in fact, he went all the way to uh, to India. In fact, all the way to the to southern India in a place called Chennai. And there's a place called St. Thomas there where it is believed, it is believed that Thomas died there and that's why he was left. You know, if you know India, a country, a subcontinent, he transversed that whole place and he was preaching the gospel. Why? Jesus revealed himself to them. Now we were asking, we were asking, Christmas and Easter, what is significant? You know, what is most significant uh, to Christians? You know, is, is an interesting question. Christmas and Easter, what defines Christianity? Now, I want to surprise you. Did you know that there is no Christianity without death and resurrection. Now, I want to repeat that again. If today, if you can go and prove to Christians 
or to you know the Christian faith and prove to them that there is actually no death and no resurrection of Jesus, then they have nothing to stand on. But there is more there is, there is actually more evidence about death and resurrection of Christ than anything else. So Christmas, the birth of Jesus, is not very significant. In fact, what makes it significant, what makes the birth of Jesus significant is actually the end of Christ, which is the death and the resurrection. Let me give you an example. You know, when, when the young man, uh, President Obama, then Barack Obama, was growing up, you know, who had a lot of uh, thoughts about him? Especially when he was a child, when he was born, first of all, he was born of a of, of an, uh, a, a, you know an African and a, a nation, a Caucasian, and you know that that was uh, you know a paradox in itself. In fact, everything showed that he would never be uh, amount to anything. But it's only after his accession into the presidency that he now even became very critical to know where he comes from. And I came to know that he came from my, my nation. I never knew about him. I never thought about him. He came from my country, Kenya. I know from where he comes from. It is a place that I've gone. I, I know the I, I know the grandma. But that was not significant until 2008 when the, you know, President Obama would become the president of the United States of America. And therefore, it is not the beginning that defines, but rather the end. Jesus is... You know, is uh, Jesus defines Christianity actually in his death and his resurrection. And I'll tell you, many people have been born. In fact, Buddha was born. In fact, your guru was born. Yes, Muhammad was born. So many people, I was born, you were born, all of us were born. Billions of people were born. So what is the big difference? I mean, some of us were born under a tree, others in the hospitals, somewhere by the street. That is not significant. But what you end up being is what makes it significant. So Christianity is defined by the death and the resurrection. There is no one, not even one person that ever died and resurrected. No one. In fact, we have graves of every great man, including Mussolini, including uh, including uh, Hitler, you know, they are great because they were significant in their own ways. Uh, it, it, Churchill, we have. Some of them, we know their graves. And even if we do not know their graves, we know that they died in this season. And uh, they, they, some committed suicide or otherwise. But Jesus was crucified by men. He died. And, you know, his death was very significant even to the, uh, to the Roman Empire at that time. They needed to, to know that actually that man died. And therefore, they confirmed that he died. And they knew that actually he was taken to a tomb. But the things that unfolded immediately after are things that are still rocking the planet up to today. Jesus is not in a certain grave. He resurrected. But how do we confirm that he was resurrected? This is a claim that Christians give every day. Let me tell you, there is proof. Even now, there is proof. Can I tell the proof? The blind see. The deaf hear. The lame walk. And the good news is preached to the poor. I will repeat that again. The evidence of the resurrection of Jesus Christ is that by the name of Jesus Christ, the deaf hear, 
the blind see, the lame walk, and the poor hear the good news. There is nobody else that is able to open blind eyes. There is nobody else that is able to open deaf ears. Not one. There is none who can make the lame to walk. Not one. There is no president. There is no king. There is no guru. There is no... It doesn't matter who it is. At the name of Jesus, the resurrected Jesus, the deaf hear, the blind see, the lame walk, and the, 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 the poor hear the good news. I want to tell you today that Jesus Christ is living and is active. And let me tell you, we are a people of the Easter. Easter for us is very significant. The death and the resurrection. The death and the resurrection. Christianity is death and the resurrection of Christ Jesus. It is the death and the resurrection. Death because he paid it as, uh, for us all. And then resurrection because we have an assurance we shall spend eternity. So Jesus did not resurrect for 15 days or 15 years or 25 years. He is still alive. And therefore, even today, even for you, are you sick in your body? Are you blind in your eyes? I want to tell you even where you are right now. Place your hand on where you are sick or even on that blind eye, deaf ear, and want to, uh, to, to, to talk to God and you see his goodness. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for my listener. Lord, I want to thank you because we are founded on a resurrected Christ. We are not founded, oh God, on a dead guru or a dead prophet. We are not founded, oh God, on a teacher. The master went somewhere we do not know. We are founded on a Jesus that we know that he died but resurrected on a third day. And now you're sitting on the right hand of God the Father. I want to pray that the name of Jesus, this eye shall see in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare, Master, that this blindness shall come out in the name of Jesus. I declare, Master, that this deafness has ended right now. In the name of Jesus, let this person who is impaired in their sight, impaired in their, in, the, in their hearing, let them receive in the name of Jesus Christ that complete hearing. In Jesus' name, Father God, for anyone that is shriveled in their hand or shriveled God in their leg, I declare a straightening up, O God. And Father God, to the perfect size, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ, I bind or works of wickedness, whatever may have caused it, whether generational curses, Father God, or self-inflicted uh, curses because of idolatry now that they believe in Jesus now that they have looked to you regard turn around their events and further God the things that are happening around them I bless them oh God I bless their lives in the name of Jesus I declare that Jesus Christ son of a living God is on their lives I thank you and I honor you in Jesus name I pray amen and amen God bless you so much and uh, if uh, if you have received your miracle, please make sure that you share with us. Share with us. Uh, even if you write to the radio station, tell them to forward that to me. Uh, but you can also uh, write to me directly, alopinitiative at gmail.com, so that we may know what God is doing. Now, we want to pray. Uh, we usually base 
our prayer from Christian scripture. We don't pray our own things. We pray what God has written. And I've chosen uh, Psalm chapter 22 because it's very significant in this season of Easter. It is very significant in this season of Easter. Hallelujah. Let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for your word. The Bible says your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Father, we want to uh, we want to enjoin together, O oh God, master with the patriarchs. We want to enjoin, O oh God, with David. Lord, even as he put this scripture before, which was also quoted by Jesus the Christ. Lord, I want to thank you for Psalm chapter 22 from verses 1. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from my words or my roary? Father, this was a prayer that you offered when you were at the cross of Calvary. When you were being crucified by men, you said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Lord, this is because of the sin that was burdening you. And when God looked away from you, there was darkness, O oh God, over the earth. And you said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Master, we come to a realization that, Father, why God hid his face against you is because of the burden of sin that we had put upon, upon you. Father, we want to acknowledge that you carried, oh God, you carried the burden of sin that we had done by then. And Father God, even the one that we have done even up to this time, I want to pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you shall forgive us. Forgive me. Forgive my friend. Forgive my brother. Forgive my sister. Lord, extend your hand of favor. Do not be far from helping us, O God. Yes, because you ransomed us. You gave up your life for our very own. But Master, when the, the ultimate, the ultimate kind of punishment here on earth is death. And Father, you died. But Father, you did not remain in grave. You came back to life. Therefore, there was no other punishment that was to come to you because you defeated death. You defeated death. You defeated death. You defeated death. Yes, you were punished, O oh God, with the highest punishment of death. But even then, you resurrected, O oh God, and are seated on the right hand of God the Father. I want to pray in the name of Jesus Christ that, Father, you shall not forget, O oh God, our roaring, O oh God, master the words that we have we have spoken to you. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 22 and verses 2, Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. And in the night season, I am not silent. Father, there are people, oh God, that are praying together with me, who have prayed, oh God, day and night because of their predicament, because of their circumstance because of their loved ones. Some of them, oh God, who are still, oh God, on life support. I want to pray in the name of Jesus for anyone, oh God, that might have been on life support for a long time. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that in the, 20, in the next 24 hours, Master, they shall become better and they shall even for the very first time in months for the very first time in months they shall be able to communicate they shall be able to sit down and father god in the following three four days they shall begin even to walk master they shall become a mother even to the father god to the 
uh, to the hospital fraternity. They shall become a, a, a case study. But this is the hand of our God. This is our God that is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond what we can think, imagine, and ask. Oh my God, I cry in the daytime. They have cried in the daytime, but you have not heard. Master, in the night they have not remained silent. They have desired to intervene. We pray, we pray, we pray together as a community of a lifestyle of prayer that this one is going to come out of God of their common. They are going to come out out of that life support in the next few days. In the name of Jesus, as we have said, in the next 24 hours of God, sitting down, communicating of God, in the next three days of God, walking around and master even eating very well. In the name of Jesus, we declare completely, they shall never go back back to where they have been in the name of Jesus Christ. It shall not be a partial recovery, but a complete recovery. Not only for their body, but also their souls and spirits. They shall know God and begin to pursue you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Psalm 22 and verses 3. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in thee. They trusted and you didst deliver them. Oh, they cried unto thee and were delivered. They trusted in thee and were not confounded. Father, you inhabit the praises of Israel. You inhabit the praises of Israel. Master, I want to thank you because you are inhabiting our praises. We'll lift you up, O God, glorious, O God, wonderful, magnificent, O God. Master, you are Alpha Omega. You are highly exalted, O God. Master, you are the lion of the tribe of Judah. Hallelujah. Master, you are the rock of ages, the bright and morning star, the rock of ages. You inhabit the praises of of Israel. So therefore, this moment will lift up our voices to you and we declare that you are kind. Master, you are gracious. You are merciful. You are loving. Master, you are gentle. You are compassionate. This defines our God. Oh, hallelujah. Master, you have even, oh God, forgiven and forgotten our trespasses. This is you. The Bible says that our ancestors, Lord, those that came before us, they trusted in you. And Master, you never disappoint them, but you deliver them. Deliver us also. You deliver them. Deliver us also. You deliver them, oh God, from hard circumstances. We have hard circumstances. Deliver us, oh God, because that's your nature. You are a deliverer. Master, when they cry out, oh God. Master, you helped them and they escaped. Master, they trusted in you and for that they were never put to shame. Oh, we give you praise and we give you glory. Master, we want to acknowledge, we want to acknowledge, we want to acknowledge as Psalm 22 and verse 6. But as for me, I'm only a worm and not a man, scorned by mankind and despised by people. Father God, this was also the confession of Jesus when he was saying, Oh my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you abandoned me? Master, at that moment he would say, but as for me, I'm only a woman, not a man, scorned by mankind because he was scorned by mankind. 
He was hated by mankind and despised by people. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They gape at me and open mouths and shake their heads. That's verse 7. And verse 8, it says, they say, commit yourself to the Lord. Perhaps the Lord will deliver him. Perhaps he'll cause him to escape since he delights in him. Father, in the name of Jesus, we have committed our souls unto you. We have subscribed to God to what you gave us, even life eternal. Not because we saw it but because we believed in your word we believe what you have said we believed in Jesus the Christ we believe in the gospel as was preached to us father we have committed ourselves to you perhaps you shall deliver us we know it's not perhaps but you shall surely deliver us oh God help us to escape oh God master from the traps of the evil one master we delight in you lord I want to pray for my listener that I have sought O oh God to follow after you. The master you shall have them in the name of Jesus. Though men may mock them. Though men may mock them. And Father God even and shake their heads because this one is in trouble because he is a Christian. When he was not a Christian this kind of crisis was not in his life. I want to declare in the name of Jesus that the goodness of the Lord shall be found in this one. That I have believed you know, in you Lord Jesus the goodness of the Lord, the grace of the Lord, the favor of the Lord, master, so shall it seem that Father God they are going into dungeons, that they are going, oh God, to be imprisoned. But Father God, at the last moment, you shall snatch them in ways no one can explain. And men shall know and consider they believe in Jesus and therefore they have been rescued. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible continues to say in Psalm chapter 22 and verses 9, Yet you are the one who took me from the womb and kept me safe on my mother's breast. I was dependent on you from birth. From my mother's womb, you have been my God. Father, in the name of Jesus, if you are not interested in me, I would have died, O oh God, on the day of my birth. Yet, O oh God, yet my father, here I am. Father God, 15 years later, 20 years later, 35 years later, 70 years later, I'm still here. Therefore, you have a reason. Master, you caused me to survive on my mother's breast in her womb. She did not abort me. And Father God, some of them were, had aborted many others. Lord, in my season, so many were aborted. Indeed, the way I was born, I was supposed to be aborted. Father, it is true, God. Father, my mother may have aborted others. But for me, the doctor said there was no way I was going to live. Yet, I am here. I give you praise. I give you praise. This cannot be other another one except the god of heaven this is love master i was supposed for the god even to be technically according to the doctor's advice be aborted and be cured in my mother's womb but father she refused yet oh god it could be that she miscarried the first two lord i want to thank you because i'm a miracle i'm a miracle i am a miracle my listener is a miracle yes my brother my sister is a miracle is a miracle we acknowledge that your hand was with us oh god in the name of jesus christ we were dependent on you from our birth Lord, if it were not for you, 
We do, we do have died. Some of us, oh God, were raised, oh God, in the streets. Some of us, oh God, were raised, oh Father God, in the in in the uh, master in the orphanages, oh God, in the hostels, oh God, master where we did not have our father. But here we are, Lord. We want to give you praise, Father God, as the Bible says, Psalm chapter twenty-two and verses eleven. Do not be distant from me, for trouble is at hand. Indeed, there is no deliverer. Oh, harakayaraba. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ, the Bible says in Psalm chapter 22 and verses 12, many bulls have surrounded me. Oh, hallelujah. Many oxen have surrounded me. The vicious bulls of Bashan have encircled me, but I am trusted in the Lord. I am founded in Jesus Christ. Yes, I believe in the Lord of glory. He that died and resurrected on an Easter season like this. Oh, I have believed in you. Yes, do not be distant from me. Do not be far from me. For trouble, trouble is at hand. Indeed, there is no deliverance. There is no other deliverance. My clan cannot deliver. Master, my rich uncle cannot deliver. Neither can my dad deliver me. It is only you who can. Bible says many bulls have surrounded me. I'm surrounded by bulls. I'm surrounded, O oh God, by hungry lions. I'm surrounded, O oh Father God, by fierce animals, the vicious bulls of Bashan have encircled me. But I want to thank you. I am more than a conqueror. The Bible elsewhere says, oh, for the God with you, with you together with me, the alliance of God and myself, we can advance against a troop and we can scale a wall. And therefore, I'm scaling every wall in the name of Jesus. I am advancing against every manner of troop in the name of Jesus Christ, whatever wall and barriers and siege that has been erected against me. I want to declare it as being defeated in the name of Jesus. I must glory, honor, praise and adoration. I'm returning unto my God and my King in the mighty name of Jesus. This is my God. The God that is able to give me strength again is booze of passion in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says in Psalm 22 and verses 13, their mouths are open wide toward me like roaring and attacking lions. Oh, hallelujah. I'm poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. My heart is like works melting within me. Father, it is so. The Father, since last year, when my brother, Father God, subscribed to Jesus, when my brother called upon Jesus for his salvation, when my sister two, three years ago, Father God began to declare that they are Christians and Father, they follow Jesus Christ, Son of the Living God. So it was a girl that the 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 mouths of their enemies were open wide, were open wide towards them, like roaring and attacking lions. Master, they have been, uh, Father God, they have been. They have been insulted. Master, they have been, uh, they ha it has been a sarcastic moment against them, oh God, in their offices. Master, they have been accursed, oh God. They have been sidelined, oh God, even to the things that we are doing. Master, they are no longer, oh God, even, uh, uh, they are no longer, uh, the loyal people are no longer there for them. Lord, I want to pray in the name of Jesus that in spite 
spite of those difficult circumstances, I want to declare miraculously, they shall still deliver their figures to God in ways that the bosses cannot tell. Master, I declare that they shall be the heads, not the tail. They shall be above, not below. They shall prosper. They shall progress. They shall increase. They shall be great, O God. Master, their accounts shall grow in the name of Jesus Christ, even though their staff refuse to help them. Master, you shall give them divine strategies on how to execute their mandate and they shall become better in the name of Jesus Christ. They shall be honored, O God. Oh, to the dismay of those that rise up against them. Yes, they have called upon your name. Lord, I want to pray that they shall not be disappointed. The Bible says, I am poured out like water. They are poured out like water. And all their bones are out of joint. Their heart is like works melting within them. Lord, I pray that in spite of difficult circumstances, in spite of malice and jealous, Lord, in spite of envy against them they shall stand for the god high with their shoulders high knowing that it is god who helps us in all our circumstances i declare in the name of jesus christ that their bosses shall fall in love with their work they shall be elevated they shall go to the next level in the mighty name of jesus help them O god to stand and to glorify your name the Bible says in Psalm chapter 22 and verses strength and verses 15, my strength is dried up like broken pottery. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth and you have brought me down to the dust of death for dogs have surrounded me. A gang of those who practice, who, who practice of evil have encircled me. They gouged my hands and my feet father in the name of jesus christ so it is for us O God, that though we had strength at the beginning master we are usurped O god we are usurped of our strength master we have nothing remaining and our tongues have stuck to the roof we can no longer continue to defend ourselves because of the vicious attacks as the bible refers it to god even to like like to the uh, father god to the attack of dogs i pray in the name of jesus that he shall embolden my brother embolden my sister cause them no god to stand in the name of jesus christ we are a people that are dependent on god our help comes from the lord our help comes from the lord our help comes from the lord knowing very well well oh god that unless you build the builders build in vain unless you watch the city the watchmen watch in vain we pray in the name of jesus that you shall watch for us you shall help us watch the city in the name of jesus master you shall build with us in the name of jesus help us oh god against this dog in the name of jesus against this attacking dogs gangs of attacking dogs in the name of jesus christ all that malice all that jealous all that of god envy that is surrounding us with our neighbors with our communities master with our with our bosses master with our local government i pray i pray i pray help us oh god to surmount this challenge in the name of the lord jesus christ oh we give you praise and we give you honor the bible says in psalm 22 and verses 17 i can count all my bones they look at me they stare at me oh hallelujah father 
I can now know how many bones are on my back because even thin I have become. Lord, I have been troubled so much that even, even my bones have protruded. But I want to thank you because I still have my life on. I still have my life on. And I want to thank you because I shall not die of the diseases that kill men. Master, you shall help me. Verses 18 of Psalm 22. They divide my clothing among themselves. They cast loss on my clothing. But as for me, you, as for you, Lord, do not be far from me. My strength comes from uh, my strength. Come quickly to help me. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, so it has been that, Father God, even my asses, my little asses, and that of my brother, Master, their farm has been raided and things have been taken away from their farm. Master, their clothes have been taken. Master, they have been ashamed of oh God. They have been stripped the little that they have. Lord, rings of their marriages have been taken because they were gold. Master, it is so that even their nursery Oh my father, my God, Master, the literal, the literal, the little money that was oh God put together. And Master was an inner safe was also taken. Lord, I want to thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says silver and gold belongs to our God. Lord, now that that is gone, you shall bring much more to them in the name of Jesus. We also do not invest here on earth where moth and rust does destroy. But rather we have invested in heaven, Master, where it cannot be corrupted. And therefore I invest here or not shall not go in vain. I want to thank you because of a crowd. Master shall have more gold than the gold taken away from us. But it's also my prayer that you shall restore unto them, O God, because you say in Jeremiah chapter 2, you shall restore what the canker worm stole. Oh, the palmer worm, the caterpillar and the locust, every stage of a locust, whatever they ate of that tree, it shall be restored to them in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to declare peace and grace. I want to declare the glory of God coming down upon my brother and my sister in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in the name of Lord Jesus Christ but as for you Lord, do not be far away from them. Be their strength, O God, and come and help them quickly. Lord, send forth your angels to bridge them. Send forth, O God, your word to bridge them. Send them, O God, relief of whichever nature. Master, send them help. Some of them, O God, to be expatriated, O God. Some of them, O God, though going out as refugees, they shall find asylum and become helpers, O God, to their nations. In the name of Jesus, Christ, though difficult, I pray that it shall intervene in the name of Jesus Christ. Bible says in Psalm 22, verse 20 and 21, Oh, deliver me from the sword, hallelujah, my precious life from the power of the dog, deliver me from the mouth of the lion, from the horn of the wild oxen, you have answered me. Master, I want to, to remember, oh God, Father God, Christian friends, oh God, that are dying, that have been affected, oh God, in the nations of Northern India, oh God, where churches have been burned. Master, we are praying, oh God, even for our people that have been affected, oh God, in Pakistan, we commend them into your hands, deliver them from the sword, oh God, because some of them have been 
taken, O oh God, before before panels and councils, O oh God, even to be condemned to death. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you shall deliver them just as you delivered believers, O oh God, in Syria, and you deliver them, O oh God, in Iran and Iraq, O oh God, from ISIS. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you shall deliver me anymore. You shall deliver me anymore. You shall deliver me anymore, God. Even in China, against oh God, the party. In the name of Jesus, you shall deliver them, oh God, in North Korea. You shall cause your grace to abound. Deliver me, deliver my friend from the sword, from the, their precious life, from the power of the dog. Deliver them, oh God, from the mouth of the lion. Yes, O oh God, from the tentacles, O oh God, of a, of a great and a powerful government, from the horns of the wild oxen. Yes, O oh God, the bulldozing, O oh God, bulls of Bashan. I pray, I pray, I pray. Deliver them, deliver them, deliver them, deliver them, O oh God. Even in Egypt, deliver them, O oh God, in northern Sudan. Deliver them, O oh God, in, in, in Tunisia, O oh God, in northern Mozambique. Master, I pray that he should deliver your people in the name of jesus christ deliver your people by god even in malaysia deliver them on my father in myanmar in the mighty name of jesus because you are god and do supernatural things in the name of the lord jesus christ in china visit and deliver men in russia visit and deliver men or oh, in the u.s visit and deliver men in the uk visit and deliver men let man come to the knowledge of christ in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says, I will declare your name to my brothers in the midst of the congregation. I will praise your name. Father, I want to thank you because your word is true. Your word is very true. Oh God, oh God we shall declare your name to our brothers in the name of Jesus Christ. We all who fear the Lord, praise him. All the seed of Jacob, glorify him. All the seeds of Israel, fear him. Oh, Psalm 22 and 24. For he... For he does not despise nor detest the afflicted people. He does not hide his face from him, but he hears him when he cries to him. My praise in the great congregation is because of you. I'll pay my vows before those who fear who fear you. Lord, I want to thank you because we shall be able to come back, O oh God, and pay our vows. My praise, the, the, the afflicted will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise him. May you live forever, our God. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of the nations will bow in submission to the Lord. Indeed, the kingdom belongs to the Lord. He rules over the nation. All the prosperous people will eat and bow down in submission. All those who are about to go down in the grave, we bow down in submission along with the one who can no longer keep himself alive. Our descendants will serve him and that the generation will be, be taught about the Lord. Verses that one the last verses of uh, Psalm 22 says they will come and declare his righteousness to a people yet to be born indeed he has accomplished it how we pray my father and my God that your purposes oh God shall be established in our nations let it be established in our nations, in our nations in these tough times, oh God, when we are talking about the third wave of COVID, we bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. We declare that our God, the gospel, shall continue. Men shall come to know Christ. Our hope shall be in Jesus Christ and not just in the government, oh God, arrangements, oh God, and uh, 
and programs, but rather to God who has saved us. We give you honor, Jesus, and we give you praise. Father, I want to thank you, God, for the ministry of a lifestyle of prayer. We want to commit it into your hands. We want to pray that we shall help us, O God, to be impactful to our generation. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you very much, my listener, for taking time to be with me. I trust that you have been blessed as we uh, we talk together. If you'd like to talk to me, please write me an email at alopinitiative at gmail.com. May God bless you so much. Please uh, recommend this uh, to a friend or to a relative. Shalom, shalom. God is good. And all the time. Do you believe it tonight? <laughs> God is good all the time. He put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good. Yes, He is. All the time. Through the darkest night, His light will shine. God is good. Yes, yes. God is good all the time.